Welcome to the Strategic Leader Podcast, a program all about transforming minds and developing leaders. Our goal is to challenge your thinking, expand your vision, and awaken the emerging leader in you. Now, here is your leadership mentor and coach, and the host of the Strategic Leader Podcast, Brian Holmes. Welcome, everyone, to episode number 193 of the Strategic Leader Podcast. Great to have you along for the ride. We're gathering leaders just like you from all over the world, focusing on personal and leadership development. Today, we're beginning a brand new series of interviews with some incredible people. I'm very excited to introduce you first to my great friend and colleague, Kent Julian. We're going to be talking about Live It Forward, Moving from Dream to Do. Let's get started right now. One of the things that I learned many years ago in my own personal development is if you want to be successful, you must surround yourself with successful people. Now, success is not always measured in terms of monetary value, although that is certainly one way to look at success. But really, success is about experience, about influence, about leadership, about leaving a lasting legacy. Over the next several weeks, I'm going to be bringing you a series of interviews, really they're conversations. We're going to have those conversations with some very accomplished, influential leaders. Each of these have their own very unique message, their unique style. They each represent a particular part of the seven spheres of cultural influence, and they each have a particular niche that they sort of land in. My purpose for doing this is I want you to, one, sit at their feet, learn, open your heart, open your mind, and be willing to grow as a result of gleaning from their experience and their wisdom and their insight. Number two, I want you to be challenged in your thinking. Because you're going to hear things that maybe stretch you a little bit. You're going to hear things from these very successful people that may challenge your belief systems. You're going to hear some things that may create in your heart or in your mind some aha moments. I want to encourage you, listen, really listen. Contained within each of these conversations are dozens of life-changing principles, hacks, and Tremendous insights that will give you an extra added advantage as you continue to grow, as you continue to build your leadership, your business, your ministry, or that thing that you are called to accomplish. I'm very excited today to introduce you to someone who I've known now for five years. And quite honestly, Kent has a very special place in my life because uh, it was at one of his events where a good part of my journey the last number of years began. Kent is a lot of things, really. He's crazy in love with his wife. He's a proud father of three. He's a professional speaker, successful entrepreneur. He's a multi-time author. He's a swim coach, (laughs) a fish taco lover. And yes, he's a proud bald guy. Listen, Kent started out as an at-risk kid who could not read in the third grade and ended high school with SAT scores so low He had to take development studies just to get into college. From these very humble beginnings, he went on to graduate college cum laude 
and earned summa cum laude honors with his master's degree. After graduation, he led several youth organizations before eventually becoming the executive director of a national youth organization that served approximately 2,000 youth groups across the United States. After 20 years of working in the nonprofit world, he did something really crazy. He launched his own business. Now Kent speaks, he writes, he coaches, he consults leaders all over the world, both young and old. You can find his work online in places like Entrepreneur Magazine, Success.com, Huffington Post, Good Men Project, and so many others. Kent's also the host of a very successful podcast called The Live It Forward Show with Kent Julian. Let's go right now to my exclusive interview with Kent Julian. Kent, it is awesome to have you on the Strategic Leader Podcast, man. Hey, thanks, buddy. It's great to be here. Well, you and I go back a little ways, and before we get into our, our extended conversation, I wanted to share with my audience that much of the transition they've heard about in my life started with you. I'm not sure if you're even aware of that or not, but f- almost five years ago now, I attended one of your events, Speak It Forward, in Atlanta, Georgia. And that was the genesis, really, of this journey that I've been on. So you've played a vital role in my life, man. Thanks for that. I appreciate that. I, man, I really appreciate that. I, I knew I was part of it, or I shouldn't say me, but the the conference you were at, I knew I, it was part of it, but I didn't realize it was that big of a part of it. Yeah, it really was. It was the beginning, uh, the early part of this journey where I began transitioning away from one vocation and one outlet of doing what I do. And I began to be exposed to, a, as the song says, a whole new world. And it's been quite yeah. an awesome journey. Yeah. And ours are in some ways, I mean, in some ways are very different, but in a lot of ways, uh, very similar too, just from the ministry background and how to pivot those skills into a, going from a, a nonprofit world to a for-profit world. No doubt. No doubt. Very, a lot of similarities. And in fact, you and I have had many conversations around that and it's been so helpful. So let's just begin here and tell us a little bit about Kent Julian. Tell us about who you are, what your background is. Just give us the backstory. Well, I will do the fast version. And the fast version is uh, I started out, uh, well, I'll, I'll go a little bit fast, but not super fast. <laughs> um, uh, and the reason is I do need to go back to uh, childhood just because it sets so much up of who I am. Um, I, I w- grew up in a great family, but was an at-risk kid primarily because of academic issues and and learning challenges. And I just had some teachers and a very uh, uh, teachers and administrators in a very strategic time in my life when I was the most at risk, uh, behaving very poorly. Uh, in fact, being caught doing something to this day, I'm ashamed of having done. Um, no, no need to go into the details, but the consequences were they were debating whether to suspend me from school or not. And it was that that I learned some principles that I call live it forward principles that really changed my life. And it's pretty amazing because I can look back and say, it, if I had continued to travel where I was traveling versus what happened in that moment and then the changes over time because of that moment, uh, within two years, I was a very, very different person. 
so that really pay, played a big role. Um, it, it helped me start understanding that, uh, that things, challenges shouldn't hold you back in life. And, and so got out of high school, went to college. Uh, I was not supposed to be a college type kid, but I did. And I ended up, even though I had to go into college on probation because of, again, because of those academic challenges, um, finished college with uh, honors, got a master's degree, again, with honors. And I started out in ministry and I, I stayed in youth ministry and did that for 20 years and had some real, if you just look at it through, um, if you just look at it through professional lenses, had a lot of success, ended up by my mid-20s being in one of the larger churches in the U.S. at the time, uh, and then became the national youth director of a couple thousand churches, but also knew that um, I never wanted, I, I call it this, Brian, I call it big people's pastor. I never wanted oh. to be, <laughs> I never wanted to be a, a, a senior pastor that just was never even crossed my mind. Um, so I knew that uh, I wasn't going to be in youth ministry forever. I did stay in it for a long, long time, but I had no idea what I was going to do after that and ended up 10 years ago, starting a business on the side. It was a career coaching business and slowly but surely from a lot of sweat equity, um, we saw it grow to the point where I could take that risk after three years and say, this is what I'm going to do full time. And I've been doing that ever since. And then just on a personal level, I'm married to the love of my life. We've been married 25 years. We have three kiddos. Uh, they're all in college right now. Um, we had we had three kiddos and we had them fast. We had uh, one and then two years later, almost to the day, we had twins. So wow. we have had, yeah, we've had three in diapers, three in L, uh, preschool, three in elementary school, three in middle school, three in high school. And now we got three in college and we just know they're all going to be all three are going to get married the same year. It's going to be like that. It is, <laughs> it has been a blast, but it, every step has been super intense. I imagine, man, that, and all of that makes you older than me. It's got no, to. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm a young, I'm a young 80 year old. Come on. What are you talking about? I, I read in your bio where you, uh, you had some pretty incredible honors in college. You mentioned that a moment ago. One, one of them was cum laude and one of them was magna cum laude. Uh, I was pretty impressed by that. I graduated. Thank you, Laud. Yeah, yeah, that's what I. That's what I did. So, uh, listen. T- tell us a little bit about the the transition from your many many years in ministry into what you're doing now. What was that bridge and that in between place like for you? Uh, that's a great question, and I you you really do have to travel back. Um, what was interesting to to me was how uncomfortable it was for other people. Um, and what I mean by other people, people who would do the, um, oh, so you're, you're no longer in ministry. Yeah. You're leaving God's calling or something like that, you know, and it was never that. In fact, this is more of a, um, this is a better fulfillment of that calling on my life. So it's, um, you know, it was just weird that always trying to have to try to explain that to other people. They just didn't get it because they would see. And, and I think vocational ministry does need to be uh, we need to look at those positions of, of uh, positions of respect. The church I go to, I have absolute respect for our our pastoral staff and especially our senior pastor. 
Um, so I, I get that, but um, I went in, I literally, when I went in to youth ministry and I, I was studying in college for it, people used to ask what, and I, w- I just studied biblical studies, but they said, what do you see yourself doing? And I said, I'm, I'm going into youth ministry. I feel called specifically to youth ministry. And I said, I don't think it's a lifelong calling, but that's what I'm going to do. And I sense I'll be in it for 15, 20 years. And then after that, I have no idea what I'm going to do. And it's so funny because almost to the day, 20 years later, uh, we were launching, uh, we, we were going full time into Live It Forward. So the transition was harder for other people than it was for me. My biggest thing was, for me was, uh, I have no idea what I'm doing. You know, I, I just didn't know what in the world I was doing. And so the learning curve was gigantic. Um, and this is back before it's, it's only 10 years ago now, but this is back before, if you remember back then blogs were a new thing and and you didn't even do, you know, WordPress wasn't the, the thing that you did on websites. I mean, that was the, the amateur league. There were all other kinds of things. It was, it was, uh, much harder to, um, get your message out and to connect with people even just 10 years ago than it is today. I, it's interesting that you say that you found that other people's discomfort with your transition was more prominent than even maybe your own in some ways. That I have found that same thing to be true, and that's it's very real. I mean, people who are not on the same path you're on simply can't understand what's happening in your world. They just have to sit back and kind of watch and they're always going to frame that. I found, you know, how they know you and what they perceive about you and what they think is best for you. But I've just learned we have to walk out our own path and trust that God's going to show us what we need to do, you know, as we walk forward. And and you have absolutely impacted so many more people doing this new thing. Yeah, I think so. And well, I have a funny saying about what you just said, and this is true in any kind of position, but especially in any kind of leadership position. So I say this is true for pastors. This is true for teachers, uh, people in politics, uh, sports, uh, coaches, anybody who are leading other people in areas where other people think they really know well. So, you know, like I love college football. And so sometimes I think my opinion is probably smarter than uh, the college football coach that I'm um, pursuing or teaching. I think I might know, you know, how to teach a class better than a teacher. So any of those kind of positions that people think they know better than the person actually doing it, I like to say, God loves you and everybody else has a plan for your life. (laughs) Exactly, man. (laughs) That is so true. So tell us about Live It Forward. What is Live It Forward? Where did it come from? How did it sort of, uh, you know, I guess, how did you birth that idea? Well, I, I started and I, Again, this is going back 10 or 11 years ago now. And so I was the national youth director of a couple thousand churches, had been doing that job for three years, uh, knew it was my last thing I was going to do in vocational ministry, wasn't sure what I was going to do beyond that. And so I was trying to serve them well, but I was also, man, I was just ta- for the two years up to the point that we actually la- launched Live It Forward, I was just journaling, thinking, taking notes. And, um, and I just knew that I wanted the reason going back all the way back to the reason I went into youth ministry. 
I, I was I was feeling the exact same thing in my um in my late thirties that I was feeling in my late teens and early twenties when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life and I'm trying to figure it out and I'm looking back on why have uh you know, who has invested in me and who's made a difference in me and what are the messages that I have, I've really grabbed onto. And I, going back to that seventh grade, eighth grade years when I was a really at-risk kid, uh, I had big, big dreams and I was making huge mistakes and hanging out with the wrong people. And I had a, a teacher who really cared. He was actually a basketball coach who really cared during that moment, basically say, look at your life you're not going to live into your dreams because of the path you're following, of the decisions you're making, of where you're want, what you're pursuing. And it literally was, once I opened my eyes to that and started saying, no, I, I want to live in the moment today in such a way that I can live it forward into what I really want in my life, that everything changed. And it, uh, Brian, it impacted impacted everything. Um, it impacted um, uh, my future marriage because I started making decisions, positive decisions that I would have never made uh, earlier because of the track I was on. I, were, I was making positive decisions about how I treated other people so that that ended up, I lived in the moment in such a way that uh, it it impacted the live it for dreams I had for marriage, for my profession, everything like that. So when when I'm in college and I'm thinking, well, what a or what do I want to do? I said, you know what, I want to go into youth ministry and work with students. And it wasn't because I didn't feel called to it because I wanted to teach the Bible or I knew all those things came with it. But I really said, if somebody could do for me what I did for I mean, do if I could do for some for students what those teachers did for me, that's what I want to do. And the best way to do that, I saw at the time that fit my personality. I wouldn't have used these words, but I just thought of being in the classroom. That wasn't a good fit for me. Uh, being a, a coach, that was it was an okay fit, but then you had to be in the classroom. And the most entrepreneurial thing I could think of back then was to be a youth pastor because if you did a good job with that, they kind of let you run your own show. And so that's why I picked it. And so coming out when I started, um, when I moving forward now, when I'm starting Live It Forward, I'm trying to think, should I go work for somebody else? And all those things didn't connect. And I, and I really decided, you know what? I want to do the exact same thing. I need to be, by then I knew what an entrepreneur was. <laughs> I knew what that word meant. And I said, I really want to do it uh, do the help people live in the moment in such a way that they live it forward into their dream life and calling. And I want to do that somehow entrepreneurial. And that's how it all started. I mean, it really was basically just going, I got to do something entrepreneurial. I can't see myself really working for somebody else. And I want to do the exact same thing I was doing, but in a little different way. So Live It Forward actually started as a career coaching um, business. And that's, that was our main thing we did for the first probably five years of that I was in business. So just for some clarity here, if you were to concisely define live it forward, what does that Which, mean to you? 
which I didn't do just then. No, no, no. You, I think you kind of danced around it, but I want to. I know you have a clear bead on what that is, and I want our, our folks to hear that. Yeah, and okay, so live it forward is this. This is the way that I like to explain it to people. A lot of people uh, live in their past. Their glory days are in the past. A lot of people live for the moment and they live it up in the moment, but they just live for that moment. And they're not thinking about the future. People who live it forward are people who live in the moment with a vision and an idea of where they want to go. So they're living it forward in the moment. And they are the people, by the way, that are able to move from dream to do. And we talk, we hear people talking all the time about dream job, a dream career. I have this for my dream family, but often they get stuck in dreamland and they don't do anything. And eventually those dreams turn into nightmares, not dream. So live it forward is all about living right now in the moment in such a way that you're embracing that moment, but you're living in such a way that you're living it forward into these dreams that you have. You're moving from dream to do. I love that. I really love that. Uh, Well, thank you. No, no, that dream to do thing just gets me going. I love that because it speaks to, quite honestly, so many people who they, they can articulate what they would love to have in, in sort of a fantasy sort of a way, but they, they never can seem to get unstuck from present reality enough to go after it and live it and, and do it. Del- and you've got you've to embrace that and you've got to live in the moment, but you can live such a way that your dream turns into your due. So I, I totally hear that. I mean, and that is the frustrating thing is so many people, they dream about it or they they dream about it and and they start doing something and and it takes longer or it's harder than they thought and so then they end up switching their dreams and they're switching from dream to dream to dream and they never do any of it so those are the two biggies that i see people falling for so i'm going to spring one on you here i know we don't have time to go deep into this but if you were to summarize two or three key things that people need to engage in from a thought process, a heart level process, whatever it is, to begin moving from dream to do? What are some of the things that you find are helpful in people walking this out? Well, I'll, uh, what I'll do is I'll share, there's those common ones that everybody talks about, you know, discover your purpose, uh, find your why of things. You know, those are the common ones we hear. Let me share some that I don't think are as common. So they might not be the bigger picture, but they're little unique things that I think make, that I see in everybody who's ever moved from dream to do. I see this in everybody. The first is they've got a mindset that they understand the journey ahead of them correctly. They understand the journey they're about to take. They're following a treasure map. They are not following series or, um, or a Google map. Right. So, what happens is we, we tend to think that, um, you know, that life is kind of like a Google map and you can map it out and it tells you go down to Elm Street and take a left and then go four miles over and get to Maple Street and take a right. And that's how you're going to get to your dream destination. Nothing could be further from the truth. The truth is to live it forward, it's more like a treasure map. And if you ever watch uh, any of those movies, Pirates of the Caribbean, stuff like that, here's some common things 
things that are going on. Number one, they know the X marks the spot on the map is where the buried treasure is. Now, they don't know exactly what's in there. They just know it's valuable. Rubies, diamonds, it's, it's this valuable stuff. And that's a great analogy for what you have for your dream, whether that's your job or something personally or starting your own business. So, when I started my own business, I said three to five years from now, I want to be working out of my home. I want to have uh, to be speaking 50 times a year to crowds this big on these topics. I want to make this amount of money. But it was it, it, it was kind of vague. It, it, the treasure was there and I knew what it was in that vague kind of way. And I knew it was valuable. And I go, that's what I want to get to. The problem is most people go, okay, either I got to get that crystal clear, which you can't because it's three to five years from now. You can only, you can only paint with broad brushes. But the other thing is there's no straight line or there's no even go take a left here and a right here to get there. You don't even, there's no way to do that. So, the other analogy that's true about the map is when, when these people who are on these map hunts, not only do they, un, they have a blurry understanding of the X marks spot, but when they open the map, they see different landmarks. And on the map, there might be a jungle and there might be a desert over here and there might be a river over here. And the way they get closer to the X is they pursue one or two of those landmarks. So, if I were to say, what is one of the secrets to living it forward? It's you pick that area that you're saying, this is where I want to be. So, when I was starting my business in three to five years, this is the kind of business I want. Well, now I'm not going to try to get to that business. I'm going to say, in order to get to that business, what are two, one or two major landmarks that I know are on the way to that X marks the spot that I can put my focus on and I can go after those because those are in front of me enough that I go, yes, once I get there, either A, it's going to, it might be my X on the um, X marks the spot on the map or B, um, as I, as I journey there, I'm going to see other landmarks that are even better fits for me. Or number three, once I get to that landmark, I might find out this isn't even the landmark I should be at, but now I can see further and there's the landmark I can be at. And so, the biggest way to get to that X to live it forward is to figure out what are the landmarks that are right in front of you that you can get to in the next three months, six months, or a year and get to those as quickly as possible. I don't hear anybody talking about that kind of stuff when it comes to living it forward. And that's just a real practical way to do to to live it forward. That's awesome. That's great stuff. What what do you think and I know you deal with people a lot. You coach quite a bit. You do executive coaching and what have you. What are some of the roadblocks you most often see people dealing with uh, as they pursue living it forward? What are some of the things that they are challenged with? Yeah, I would say uh, there's there's a lot of things. And again, to give you some some things that I don't think other people talk about, one is I always say this. I say stick to itiveness is going to be your greatest competitive advantage in anything. So stick to itiveness. That does not mean you don't pivot. That doesn't mean you know you're you're bullheaded and you do something even though you're you're realizing it doesn't work. It actually means the exact opposite. It means that you say in your mind, uh, you know what, this is, this is important. This is what we want as a company or um, 
this is this is the kind of business I'm trying to build. And so no, no matter how hard it is and no matter how long it takes, we're going to make it. I'm going to make it to there. And so stick to this just by having that attitude and sticking with something, you instantly put yourself in the top 10%. You, you're, you're in the top 10% because 90% of the competition that's trying to go after the same thing you want to go after are just going to quit. I, yeah. I always say to people, I, it's not that I'm the best. I do a lot of professional speaking and it's not that I'm the best speaker. I've really honed my skills and I've become better and better and better. But there's a lot of people that are just as good as me that could be on the stage as much as me and they're not because they haven't stuck with it. They've, they've gone after it and they give up after six months, after nine months, after 12 months. So stick to this is your greatest competitive advantage. And one that's very similar to, to that, that I think is hilarious, that people just miss. I have another saying, and this one's not original with me. I heard it from someone else. I just can't think who it comes from. But they say, uh, um, the big things you go after in life, the big things you're trying to go after, it usually takes twice as long and costs three times as much as you plan, or it takes three times as long and costs twice as much. When I'm planning something new, I'm always saying, okay, I think I have this thing planned out perfectly. Um, and, and here's how we're going to do it. But I just know I don't know what I don't know. And so it's probably going to take, I need to schedule in extra time to understand Oh, and even just, not just extra time to plan it, but just don't get frustrated and give up because something's taking two times or three times as long as I thought it was going to take. That's great. See, that's just patience, persistence, those things. People don't factor that stuff in on the front end of an endeavor. They just, they have an idealistic plan and then they, they hit a roadblock or a, a brick wall or whatever they hit and they just walk away. Absolutely. And most times they walk away when they're so close, <laughs> just so close. That's incredible. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So you have recently done a couple of things that I'm aware of. One, you've launched the Live It Forward podcast. Tell us a little bit about that because that's I, I know this is your passion and now you're getting to do this on a regular basis. So how is that going? What kind of response are you getting from your audience out there and how is that affecting your business overall? Those are great questions. And uh, I... I love, I love podcasting. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's about time, by the way. We won't have that conversation right now. Yeah, no, I, we will have that conversation. <laughs> We've only been talking about this for, oh, five years. Yeah, yeah. No, I've been told I should podcast for a while. Now, this is what's interesting. God loves you and everybody else has a plan for your life. So, Brian <laughs> had a plan for Kent's life and that was to be a podcaster. Everybody told me uh, that I should do it. And not everybody, but a, a lot of podcasters told me that. And I knew I would love the venue. Um, it's, you know, it's, it, it's almost the way that I do my show. It's called the Live It Forward Show. The way that I do my show is, is uh, it really helps me just develop content. It's a one-man show. I do it in one take. I'm, I'm sharing on a topic. So um, the reason I didn't start it, though, is because the areas that I, I'm very focused, so the areas I was going, growing my business, I just knew the, the people that were hiring me to speak did not listen to podcasts on a regular basis. So it would, to me, it was like, oh, man, if I invest three to four hours a week into doing this, 
when where the places where I'm trying to grow my business, it would have zero impact. It doesn't make any sense. So it wasn't until what's happened with the Live It Forward brand is we started off as a career coaching company. It was primarily did that my primary source of revenue probably the first five years. And then over time, um, I, I had this other thing on the side that was on a t- that's on a totally different website of me speaking. And that really started to grow. And with that, with me going out and speaking, so did what we call the Speak It Forward brand, which was uh, a conference that we put on. And now we do coaching with people who want to become speakers. And so there was a lot of focus on getting those thing, two things to grow. And about 18 months ago, we came back to the Live It Forward brand because during the growth of those two things, we just let career coaching die. So it, it just slowly but surely, we kept taking on people who were coming to us, but we weren't aggressively marketing that at all until about um, three years ago was the last time I really had any substantial amount of career coaching clients. So Live It Forward, I was just blogging, just kind of as hobby knowing that down the road, we would let the pick up the brand and do something with it. And so, 18 months ago, I said, hey, it's time to start looking at that. And this year has been a rebranding for Live It Forward. And the first thing we did to rebrand because of the way we want to grow this part of our business, where we're reaching out to more entrepreneurs, uh, we're, we're getting a little bit more involved in some online spaces. The very first thing we did was to start a podcast. And the main reason is um, more than anything is to help me even uh, rebrand and find the voice of what Live It Forward is going to be about. So when you ask about what's it doing for the business and things like that, I think more than anything, our audience has been strong. It hasn't been huge, but it's strong. It's been very consistent. Uh, So I know some people start podcasting and they get some a big launch and then they dip really big time. We really haven't seen a dip and we we keep seeing it grow just nice and steady at a very steady clip. Um, but I I look at it during the first year more than anything is it it's helping me uh, think through almost out loud in every show what's going to be important with Live It Forward. And going into next year, we're we're in a much better position when we get when we sit down to think through where are we going in the next three to five years, when we do that in November, I'm really excited because of, of how much clearer the new uh, twist of Live It Forward is, the new brand of Live It Forward is. That's great. Now, one thing that I'm very aware of, and frankly, you and I have been talking about this, is you are hosting a very unique, in my mind, a very meaningful conference or seminar or workshop here coming up in just a few weeks. And tell us about Live It Forward Advance. Why are you doing it? What is it? And how can people connect with it or can they? Yeah, yeah. And that's a great, uh, that's another example of where we're going with the Live It Forward brand. We want, uh, I've had success with the Speak It Forward conference. So we do that once a year. Um, It's very focused. It's very niched. It's really nuts and bolts on how do you become a speaker. And when we, when we rebranded Live It Forward, and, and you know, and as I do, we go to different conferences, and there's a ton of great conferences out there. And most of them, which is 
is good. Most of them are really niched in a certain type of uh, industry. So if you want to be a speaker, you go to Speak It Forward. If you want to learn um, how to be a coach, you go to Dan Miller's Coaching with Excellence. You know, yep. so there's yep. different conferences like that that are out there, but there's not a I I can't think of a lot of conferences that go okay, but how do I I have these dreams and it might be that you want uh, to start your own business. It might be that uh, you want to do something with your family. There's just all kinds of different things, but there there's not a conference to help people in a systematic, structured way move from dream to do. To say I I need I, I don't need. Uh, productivity or different things. I, I actually need to know how to move from a place where I'm stuck to getting unstuck. And that's what the Live It Forward Advance is about. It's about people coming in and us systematically helping them say, this is how you move. Here are the tools that are going to help you move from dream to do. And we want it to be on a different theme every year. So, it's it's un, a lot of times uh, conferences is just totally you know, giving so much information that you go away feeling like you're overwhelmed with, and I get that because you need those, that information. I want, if I go to a place to learn how to be a speaker or a coach or an author, I want all the information because I want, I, I want to know how to do it. This is, we're looking at this conference as more of, no, we don't want to overload you with too much information. We actually want to help you get unstuck. So, there's going to be interactive pieces there where you take the thing that you're stuck on and get unstuck. So, this is the first year we're doing it. It's kind of our beta test. Um, So, I have no idea what the numbers are going to be like, um, but I'm really excited. So, it's November 11th and 12th. The place we're hosting it is the John C. Maxwell Leadership Center here in Duluth, Georgia. Uh, It's where it's it is a great facility. Uh, the reason we're hosting it there is we wanted to start it out, you know, high class, top notch event. And the other reason is that facility has options to grow and grow and grow. We envision this thing someday being 500 to 1,000 people and helping that many people per year move from dream to do. And that facility could do it. I mean, long-term, we can just grow with that facility. So, I'm super excited. We're starting this thing right. You're coming in as a one of our presenters, um, and you're going to be presenting there. And in fact, for your audience members, if if people are interested in registering for it, uh, they can go to liveitforward.com slash advance. So, it's liveitforward.com slash advance. And because you're one of the guest speakers, if they put in your name, Brian, when they, uh, when they go ahead and register, right when you're registering and you're checking out, there's a discount code. If they put in the word Brian, we'll knock $50 off the price of the, the event. And That's great. Yeah. And we're keeping it at a really reasonable price since it's the first year. And it's like I said, it's a beta test. When I say beta test, it means... We've never done this before, so we're going to be trying new things, but it does not mean we don't know what we're doing. We totally know what we're doing. Um, it just might be rusty on timing of, you know, we thought that segment was going to last, you know, 90 minutes and it lasted 120 minutes. You know, it's that kind of stuff that right. we're beta testing. 
Well, man, I'm, I'm grateful, by the way, for you making that offer to our audience. And let me just say this, man, you, you happen to know that this, this kind of an effort and focus is so up my alley. I have a great, great passion to see people healed, developed, released, activated, engaged, doing what it is that they're, they're born to do. And man, I commend you and I congratulate you and I honor you for, for going after this. This is so important. And I'm just grateful to be a part of it on any level. Uh, so I want to just encourage our audience right now. If you can do this deal, it's 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 a month and a half out still. You can do this. Uh, flights to Atlanta from pretty much anywhere in the country are very affordable. And I would just encourage you to take time out of your schedule. This will set you up for a phenomenal launch into 2017. You need to be there in Atlanta for the Live It Forward Advanced Conference. Kent, man... How can people connect with you? How can they connect with your brand, with your voice, with your podcast, with your email list? How do they how do they get a hold of you? They can come see me at Live It Forward. That's the best place to connect. There's a, a thing right on the page that says uh ask your podcast question and it links right to a to the uh to an email address. So if they want to uh contact me via email, they don't even have to ask a podcast question. They just hit that button and I'll, an email will be sent right to me. Um, so I'd love for them to connect that way. The best way, again, I think is, boy, if you can get to the Live It Forward Advance, yeah. I just think that's the best way to connect and the best way to connect with you. And you were saying flights to Atlanta are really affordable. Well, since this is a beta test, we've kept the price of the conference really, really low on purpose uh, to try to get as many people as we can there. So even the, the fee is going to be lower than what you see at most conferences. If you want to meet Kent Julian face-to-face, if you want to be in a room with him and some other great leaders for several days, uh, if you want to come hang out with me, I'm going to be there the whole time. We're going to have a wonderful time. Uh, I just I want to just, man, impress this on your mind. Get to Atlanta in the month of November for Live It Forward Advance. Kent, you are a great friend, and I really appreciate you more than you know, and I thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be on the podcast today. Thank you, man. Hey, I appreciate it. Great to be with you, buddy. I, anytime I can be with you, it's a good day. Well, I trust you are challenged by this great interview and conversation we had with Kent Julian today. For the show notes and all of Kent's information, you can go to brianholmes.com forward slash 193. brianholmes.com forward slash 193. You'll find all the links we talked about there, Kent's bio, information about the conference, etc. If you are considering going to the conference, I want to reiterate this link one more time for you. It's liveitforward.com forward slash advance liveitforward.com forward slash advance. And if you are going to join us in Duluth, Georgia for this great meeting, be sure to use the discount code Brian. That's B-R-I-A-N for a $50 discount. We'd love to see you there with us. A couple of requests I have. If you've not yet subscribed to our weekly email updates, I would love to encourage you to do that. We don't spam people. We don't bug people, but we do notify you and make sure you're aware of all of the content we're providing here at brianholmes.com. We have our Monday mastery video series. We have blog posts, guest blog posts, articles. We have, of course, our podcast every week and so much more. 
And in the coming days, weeks, and even months, we've got some incredible new things we're launching, and we just simply want you to be aware of it. Please join us here at brianholmes.com. Subscribe to the weekly email updates. Just go to our website, top right-hand corner. You'll find a link to do that. Also, I'd love to encourage you to share this episode with your friends. If there's something of value you're finding here on the podcast, let somebody know about it. Tell them about it on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+, wherever it is you hang out and do life with people. Maybe it's just word of mouth over the dinner table. Wherever it is, let someone know how brianholmes.com and the Strategic Leader Podcast is a blessing to you. One last thing, I want to encourage you to connect with Kent Julian. He's an amazing guy, tremendous thought leader. He loves people and wants to see you grow. Check him out at liveitforward.com. Also, be back here next week for another great interview. Next week with my friend, Rhonda Geddes. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Strategic Leader Podcast. We trust that this program has added value to your life and to the development of your leadership potential. You can join our growing community of strategic influencers by connecting with us at brianholmes.com and by sharing this podcast with others who are seeking to take their life and leadership to the next level. May God bless you immensely. And until next time, remember this, you are created to lead.